0: How to make shungite water grab a glass throw in your shungite stones pour the water on the top let it sit grab a new glass of refreshing shungite water and allow it to detox your energy feel and embrace your new balanced self this has been how to make shungite water scan and buy your shungite today
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest today calling in from Southern Florida is Linda Bruns. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having
2: me. This is exciting. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to this next hour.
1: So well, we're going to have a fun time, that's for sure. Yes. So Nicole is going to read a small bio so the audience can hear a little bit more about you. And then we'll get into the real good stuff.
0: Linda Bruns is founder and chief inspirer of Women Have Needs Too, a company designed to inspire and empower women to live their fullest lives. Throughout her life, she has been dedicated to empowering and and inspiring them to live their happiest lives. Linda's mission is to remind each woman they are a winner. You can watch her on her current online telecast, Women Have Needs Too. Welcome to the show, Linda.
2: Thank you, Nicole. Wow. It's so funny because um, this morning I called uh, the hotel that I was staying in last week when I was visiting Orlando and I said, I've got to know the name of your sheets because they are so soft. And she answered the phone and she said, oh, my name is Cheryl. And I said, Cheryl, you have a very sexy voice. And Nicole, you have a very sexy voice too. <laughs> she just got the biggest kick out of it. And I guess I, got, I put her in a good mood for the rest of the day. But man, Nicole, I'm going to have to borrow your voice sometime. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. This is really a, a, a blessing to be here.
1: Well, we're excited to have you here. And, you know, I, I love the name of your business. You know, women need, have needs too, right? And it's so true. And a lot of times we kind of move ourselves what into the background, right? Instead of putting our needs out there. Yeah. And, you know, because we want to be busy taking care of everyone else when we forget about the self. You know, when you can take care of yourself, you can take care of others even better, right? That's
2: what it's all about. Because, you know, we as women, we learn from an early age to take care of things, take care of other people, be, you know, servants in our household, um, you know, with our, you know, with our parents and our younger sister and our older sister, our younger brother, what have you. You know, we're just, it's it's never about us. And then we grow up and that habit just keeps to, you know, seems to carry on. And it's all well and good until we forget what our needs are and what our wants and desires are. You know, when I'm working with a client of mine, I'll, I'll ask them, well, when they're lost, you know, I want to do something different, but I don't know what to do. I'm like, okay, well, if the world, if it, it was a blank canvas and you could choose anything you want. Let's go back to your childhood. What did you want to be? What did you want to do when you were a child? You know, and, and that takes them back. And it's not necessarily going to be, you know, I want to be an astronaut when I grow up. And, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to fit in today's world necessarily. But at least it gets them to go back and remember what they were all about. And because we, we tend to lose sight of it. We tend to lose sight of it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I mean, <laughs> I have great grandkids, right? And I ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, it's not a cowboy or a fireman or, you know, anything like that, right? Now it's like, they want to be an architect. Are they, <laughs> Are beautiful. they? Want,
2: you know, it's, it, it's just a it, difference. It's such an important question as a parent and for the child, because it, because it lets them know that they're capable of doing anything. And then what we can do, if that's something that they're interested in, we can start channeling them in, you know, and feeding that desire and feeding that and nurturing that inquisitiveness about that, you know, that career or that dream that they have. You know, if it's if it's something like that, you know, let's get some books and teach them and show them and uh, educate them on what other architects have done and what cool things that have been done with architecture. You know, it's something that we can just open that world up and they're like, whoa, I really do want to be an architect, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, and And we have that ability to do it because you can find a description of anything all over. And I think that's a, uh, you know, a really good point to make, you know, to the mothers out there. Because a lot of times they don't know what to say to a child, especially when they're, I mean, oh my gosh, these kids that are coming in the world today are so brilliant. And they're, the Mm. tech is like in their blood, right? And so they start talking all this tech stuff and you're like, wait a minute, how do you
2: even know those words, right? (laughs) It's so true. You know, the, the kids that I know that are one year old and holding that little computer, the phone is a computer in their hand, and they know exactly where to slide. They know the password to get in. They may not know what the one, two, three, four, five means, but they know what sequence they have to hit it in order to get what they want because what they want it open and they watch their mother do it enough that they're like, and we. Do not give our children enough credit for how bright they are. Uh, it's, it's amazing. And with them, I'm waiting for the time where where somebody does a uh, what, an ultrasound and they see a phone in the baby's hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might not be too far off, you know. <laughs> right? Because it seems like, you know, kids are born with a with computer in their hand these days. You know, they have it and they can... And it's not that they're playing with it or chewing
1: on it anymore. They're actually using it. They, you know, that's exactly true. They really are, you know, just, and it's kind of crazy in a way. And, you know, and we get lost in that, you know, I mean. There's good and not so good on both sides of the fence, yeah, right? I
2: believe, that, I believe it's something that we, you know, need to balance out. Um, we need that social interaction. We need to be outside and outdoors. And we, I was just having a conversation with somebody last night that they were saying that, you know, kids don't play outside anymore uh, because they, I don't know what they're doing. They're, whether they're, the parents don't feel like it's safe for them to be outside or because they're doing homework or they're doing their tech games inside, I really feel like they're probably playing tech games inside. But I mean, I remember on the weekends, I wasn't allowed to come in the house. And I I had to stay in to get my chores done. And then after that, I was expected to be out exploring the community and doing things outside, you know, to keep myself busy.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's so true. I mean... (laughs) I grew up as a kid, we didn't want to be in the house because if we were in inside of mom, well, then we were inside and we were working or hanging clothes outside or something. She was right? going to so find something for us to do. Exactly. And so you just wanted to be outside and disappear. You know?
2: Yes. So
1: I think it's really healthy and not just for
2: kids. It's healthy for all of us to have that balance where, you know, we have some outdoor activities. I mean, we need the vitamin D. We've learned over the last two years. The best vitamin D that we can get is from the sun. You know, we don't exactly. need eight hours of it, but 20, a good 20 minutes is healthy, you know, and it keeps our mind. I, I, I feel I, I, adore, I am a sun goddess. I love the sun. I love being outdoors and I drive with my top down anytime I, I have the opportunity, but it gives us that, that opportunity to let the mind just be free and not be so consumed with information, you know? Because we are in information junkie mode right now, I I feel. And uh, the thing is, is that, you know, things are changing all the time. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad, things are changing all the time. We just have to learn how to adapt to it, right? So why do we have to know the second there's good news or bad news that we have it, you know? Let's just go out and be human
1: right? Oh, I so much agree. And I love being outside. I love, you know, just nature, being in nature. And, you know, it's like on days like today, we got 60 mile an hour winds, right? And it's not exactly what you'd say warm, because it's, there's a lot of moisture in the area. And it just kind of like goes right to the bone, you know, you get that chill to the bone. And it's like. Oh, you still want to be out, but it's not comfortable, you know? And uh, yeah, so it's just really looking forward to any time that that can be out in the sunshine and everything, right? To make it having that, that like you said, that vitamin D and yeah, just being and in nature and the balance, right?
2: Yeah, I feel like we live in a world where people are stressed out all the time. And part of that is because they're indoor, they're looking at their computer, they're looking at their phone all day long. A lot of people are working from home. So what are they doing? They're sitting at their computer all day long and not getting up. You know, if we get up every 20 minutes, maybe get a breath of fresh air, um, it's going to help our brain reset, you know, and it's, it's going to give us the opportunity to clear out that, that stuff that's been stressful. Um, and just look onto the horizon. Just look, look what's out there, and take a take a deep breath. You know, that's the biggest thing that we can do to help ourselves if we find ourselves in a moment of anxiety. Just breathe in your nose, out your mouth, and it gives us the opportunity to just slow down and regroup and it just takes that stress away instantly. And if you're, not, if you're not knowing what to think and what to say, just take that deep breath and blow it out, slow down and regroup. And that will put us in a whole different frame of mind instantly, instantly.
1: Yeah, you know it's those simple little things, Linda, like that, that just really make a huge difference because we do get stressed out, e- you know, easy, and especially if we're sitting in front of the computer consistently. I mean, I always like to go over and just look out the window, just look out the window, right, and see nature. And we're fortunate out here; we see the antelope run across the yard, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you're, in- so- you're in Colorado. Oh, Wyoming,
2: Wyoming. Okay. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. You have- where are the antelope prey, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. So tell us a little bit about some of your other business adventures. I know you were at a mastermind. You were talking about yes. that and the different levels. And yes. then and then you're talking about a book too. So let's let's share that with the audience.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, have so much going on. I with my Women Have Needs Too business, I have the online TV show where I bring on experts in the areas of health, wealth, and mindset. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a nice show where women can tune in and they can go to the areas that they're looking for some insight, you know, basically insight to those areas where they might just listen for half an hour, 45 minutes. Um, it's, it depends on the show. And just listen to somebody talk that knows a lot about the area and we will talk about it and just give some insight on, you know, what, what to do next. And um, I've taken that a step further and I I am uh, launching a book uh, this September and the, the title of the book is The Power of Wisdom Before Me. And it is a collaborative book um, where I have... Uh, different authors come in and they are offering authentic wisdom for the generation of women that are going to come up after them to the younger generation that's right, right after them. So if I'm in my 30s, I'll be writing to women in my 20s. If I'm in my 40s, I'll be writing to women in their 30s and all the way up to the 90s. Um, and it's just going to be a beautiful book of wisdom that will you know sit on Sit on a coffee table in somebody's lap or in their car seat so they can read it during uh, whether in the waiting room somewhere. And it's going to be a book that they're not going to want to put down because it's going to be authentic wisdom that they can look at and say, wow, I'm going through that right now. And this is how I can handle it differently. This is how I may come out the other end a little bit more positive than, you know, and less negative than what I think it's going to come out. And uh, I'm currently looking for um, some additional uh, collaborative uh, women that would like to offer their authentic wisdom. So if you have any interest in that, I believe that we're going to be flashing up some ways to, to reach me, right? Um, so I, I'm, if you have some authentic wisdom you'd like to share, I'd love to speak with you about it and set up a Zoom call, but it's going to be a beautiful book.
1: Oh, it sounds really exciting. You know, wisdom is wisdom right? You know, wisdom of the ages. There's a reason, you know, that that statement is always present because wisdom never changes, no matter what the growth period is, no matter where the technology is, or, you know, just life. These are life lessons, right? That make a difference. And if you you know, you, you talk about not having a book of directions because we really don't come with a book of directions, how to raise a kid or how to, you know, have a happy marriage and how to, you know, all of these different, you know, elements throughout life. But when you can read a book like what you're putting out there, you start getting different ideas at different points in your life. I mean, even as a teenager reading that, it's like, well, if I could, if I could add something up here at age 40, down here at age 20, Look how much further ahead of the game I'll be, right?
2: It's so true. I remember when I was a teenager, I was like 17, 18 years old. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to be 30 because I just know I'm going to know so much more by the time I get there than what I know now. And I just, I couldn't wait to be 30 to have all that knowledge. And then I remember being 30 and thinking, oh my gosh, I've learned a lot, but I definitely know I don't know it all. And then by the time, you know, I'm almost 60 now and I'm still learning every day. And the interesting thing is, Beverly, is that we are all coming from a different background, a different perspective. We're all going in a different direction, but we, and not but, but, and with that, we have the opportunity to share something with someone else that isn't seeing something from our perspective. And when I I know when I'm looking for help or advice or wisdom, I want somebody who doesn't necessarily think the way I do because I already know what I think, right? But if I can gain wisdom from somebody else who's not necessarily coming from the same background or going in the same direction as I am, that that authentic wisdom is so valuable. It doesn't mean I have to... Take any advice from that. But what I can do, it's like a buffet. You go into a buffet, you're not going to eat everything on the buffet. You pick out the things that you like, and then you might want to try something new, and then you can decide if you like that or not. And that's how it is when people give advice or offering wisdom, is you have the opportunity to breathe it in, take it all into your heart and your soul and your mind, and decide what you're gonna do with that wisdom.
1: Oh, that is so well said. I mean, just perfectly said. And it it is true about that, you know, because if you just keep running in that same circle and the same cultures, like you say, you already already know, and it's getting that taste of what's all out here because there's so much more to learn and to be had. And, you know, like 360 Wisdom Speaks. You know, this is kind of what our theory was, the same thing as well, is to get those words of wisdom from all these different cultures and all these different places and people and lifestyles. And, you know, I mean, a lot of things have come out of the pandemic that are really, really good, that are great. I have met so many wonderful people all over the world that I wouldn't have met. Had not we gone through those avenues, you know, so it's looking and finding the greatness in every adventure that comes along, right?
2: Yeah, well, we have the option to choose the greatness or or choose the horrible. Every day, we have the choice to be happy or to carry on with the negativity that happened maybe to us the day before or the negativity that came into our lives the day before. Every morning we have the choice to get up and move on with a happy face and own it. We can own that because we have the power inside us. We have the power to create the life that we want. And who can't be happy about that? Even if you weren't happy about your life yesterday, Be happy about it today because you can make a change and create that and take that blank canvas and start throwing paint on it exactly how you want it to go. We have, uh, there was a quote, I'm trying to think of what it was. I think it was Abraham Lincoln. Um, You can correct me if I'm wrong, but, and he said, the best way, the best way to, Oh, my gosh, I'm going to mess up the quote. I'm going to come back to it because it's right here. It, you know, this we didn't plan any of this, so it's going to come back to me. But it's a great quote. Uh, the best way to... I'm going to have to come back to it because I'm, it's just out the window.
1: <laughs> well, it's out the window, but that's all right. It'll come back around when it's close. It maybe at midnight back. tonight or something, right? Yeah, I'll shoot you a text. <laughs> okay, shoot me a text. <clears throat> but, you know, that is so true, you know... I, When we look at life that way, you know, Mm -hmm. we have those choices. It's that duality world, right? And just even if you don't believe what we just spoke here about, you can choose to be happy or you can choose to be miserable, you know, just give yourself that opportunity to say, you know, I'm going to be happy all day long, no matter what, you know, something happens, just say, okay, what can I do to make me back to happy again? What can I do to make me back to happy again? And when you do that, you just elevate, your energy elevates, you start to feel better, you yeah. know, your mental state, your, your emotional state, everything starts to shift when you allow yourself to stay in that positive field, yeah. you know, in that happy state, because you want those happy hormones running, not those, you know nasty stressors and all of that, right? That's why it's so beautiful, like we talked earlier, to stop and take those couple deep breaths or just to go out. I mean, even in the windstorm, right? I ran out this morning and it's like, oh, that fresh air just feels so good, you know, breathe it in. And it's like, okay, now I'm cold enough, right?
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. And I can tell you, nobody said, because again, we're all coming from a different place. I'm not going to pretend that it's going to be easy for some people. It may be easy for me, um, but it's not going to be necessarily easy for everyone to make that choice and get through a whole 24 hours of being happy. But let me tell you, put the work in and it's worth it because it's your life. Nobody else can make you happy. You have to make yourself happy. And one, can I give a recommendation? Sure. I recommend journaling and I was one of those people and I love to write, but there was something about journaling that just, I just like put this wall up for the longest time. (laughs) I'm like, I don't need to journal. I I speak my mind all the time to myself. I'm always talking to myself and I answer myself too. Um, But when I did finally start the journaling, I understood why it's so important. Because when you journal, you get to celebrate all the good things. And not that that you're going to necessarily write down all the good things that happened today. You can write down the reflections of the day and how to twist it into a positive. How did you grow from it? And then a week from now, a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, you can look back and you're like, wow, look how far I've come. And you can celebrate those times because we forget. We forget all the little things of celebration we have that, that offer us that opportunity to flip that, flip that leaf over and say, wow, I do have a lot to be grateful for. And if we wake up every morning with a grateful heart, number one, we woke up that morning. That's number one, why to be grateful, right?
1: That is so, so correct. I mean, just, I love it. <laughs> you know, and, you know, these are things that you don't usually talk about, you know, mm-hmm. in your daily activities and stuff, but they are so critical. And like you said, it's not always easy. It's simple, but it's not always easy. And it takes that that drive and that stamina to, to stay forward with it and to march on and, and do it just do it. And sometimes that can be a challenge. And that goes back to the very thing that we started at the, you know, at the beginning, you know, women have needs too. And this is a need. And it's that need to feel wanted, that need to feel enough, that need to feel happy, to feel good, to feel light. Right. And we need to start really looking at that and start taking care of the personal You know who you are because if you don't take care of yourself no one else will and so it's time to start now doesn't matter if you're 10 doesn't matter if you're 30 doesn't matter if you're 90 you need to start right where you are and move forward with that it's like oh we could be on this subject like forever we're going to take a short break linda and then when we come back nicole's got some questions for you beautiful emotional boosters Activities to keep learning fun, express creativity, family craft projects, have art breaks, recharge the mind, bring stories to life, make life fun, be empowered. Buy and read the Bella Santini Chronicles. Find Angela on social media. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from Florida is Linda Bruns, and wow, what a conversation we've had so far. But now, Nicole has some questions for you, Linda, and she's getting excited, so we're going to let her take the show over. Go ahead, Nicole.
0: You know linda i you know listening to the conversation you know what a great conversation taking care of yourself understanding that life is that 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 blessing every day and you know it whether you call it the happiness or jubilation or just being content Mm -hmm. being okay with the moment and living that life uh the best that you can with what you have with what you have created thus far and then realizing you know what your goals are going forward and really embracing that and and that's what we look for in the 360 wisdom speaks is sharing with entrepreneurs that business with a heart how we help that community whether it's women men dogs whatever our thing is right whatever that thing is that we want to support that makes us happy what was that moment for you which i always ask everybody whether it was a dark night of the soul or you're just like hey i can do this moving forward what was that just name one i'm sure you have many because you've got a lot of stories but what was that moment for you to say hey i need to do this i understand that i have needs there's got to be other women that have these needs too
2: okay brace yourself ladies i was going through a divorce at the time not a divorce I necessarily wanted, but it was the divorce that I was putting into play myself, Uh, but I never ever wanted to get a divorce, but I was a Saturday morning, I'm making my bed, putting fresh new sheets on the bed, and I've got my music blared loud, and um, had my favorite artist at the time, he's still one of my favorite artists, Rob Thomas, thank you, um, from Matchbox 20, and I heard a lyric I hadn't necessarily heard before. And mind you, I'm going through a divorce. Um, Been married 32 years at that time and um, was not happy about it, but it was something I needed to do for myself. And I hear the words and he says, I know you have needs too. And I take the sheet and I start crying, and I'm like, damn straight I have needs. Women have needs too. And I'm like, oh shit, I got to put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. And so that was how it actually was birthed back in 2012. I came up with this idea because I felt like, yeah, I had been putting my own needs aside for all this time. I have needs too. He just said it. He knows, you know? And then I started, so I started putting this on paper and I thought this has to go deeper than just to put it on a t-shirt. What do women need? And I've had, I've had friends who find out that I started this business and say, well, what do women need? And they're women asking me this. And they're like, well, what, what do I need? And I can't answer that question. This is something that each woman has to go in inside and start doing some, you know, deep soul searching and find out what that need is that you have. Because I can't tell you what you need. I can only help bring it out of you. You know, that's my that's my wish for everyone, uh, not just women, men men as well. But my I focus on the women is to help them find who they are. I had a mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, God bless her, God rest her soul. She had seven children and she'd gone through a divorce when the last one was, I think, 18 years old. And she looked at me and she said, Linda, I just forgot who I was. I had no idea who Pat was anymore. And I remember I was young. I was in my twenties at the time. And I thought to myself, God, I hope that's not ever me. But of course, <laughs> I became that. I, and I don't know if every woman goes through it. I can't tell you that. I have a feeling that not every woman does that because there's, there are a lot of women who do stay true to themselves throughout their life. And God bless you if you're one of those women. But I can tell you the majority of the women that I have met and spoken with and listened to They have the same thing happen. And it's life. It happens. And I want to go back to something that Beverly said a few minutes ago before the break. You know, um, women have needs too. And it's important for me to know that I need it and I'm loved and I'm wanted. And the most important person, and I'm going to repeat that, the most important person that needs to know that is for you yourself, that you love yourself. And that you need yourself and you want yourself and you want to get back to that authentic self and know who that is. To me, that is the most important thing. And from there, you can conquer the world.
0: That that's so that's that's true, right? You know, once we understand who we are inside that we are important, because nobody's gonna make us happy. You know, I've tried. I, I spent years trying, 48 years trying to have other people make me happy or making them happy would make me happy. Way. But at least I, I found out it, all it did was at least shut them up for a minute. <laughs> so I didn't have to hear them complain that they weren't happy because I didn't do enough yeah. and, and, and to say, okay, I can do better and always want to do better. But it was trying to do better in that relationship, whether it was, uh, uh my child or my ex or my mother or whatever, or people at work, how can I make you happy? right but then, i had to be happy
2: the but, bottom line right? is we can't make it as 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 little as someone else can make us happy we cannot make someone else happy either they have to do it for themselves and i tried for a long time <laughs> a long time to make somebody else happy and i i finally realized i do not have that power i mm-hmm. i i prayed and wished i had it but i cannot make someone else happy first of all they have to choose They have to choose that that's what they want, right? Not a hundred percent. They have to
0: choose that. And if they're gonna be miserable, they're gonna be miserable. And, And the more that I gave, the more miserable they became because they were not in control of their feelings or their needs or their wants or their desires. And it was always coming from me. And then I wasn't there enough or I didn't give enough or I didn't pay enough of the bills or whatever it was. It was like, okay, wait a second. Why am I broke, but your bank account is huge. Why is my heart broken? But you're over, you know, with a with somebody else, another woman. Okay, wait a second. Hollow. You know, it's time to get in the car and leave. Okay, before that happens, before I let that pattern happen again. And we repeat those patterns because we're not happy, because we've never dealt with or worked with or solved that problem and that or that issue at that moment. It's that self-leadership, having the awareness of who we are what we want, where we're at, and and what we're giving or how much we want to serve. Serving doesn't mean that I'm your waitress, I am your cook, I am your your maid. That doesn't mean service, right? I'm not fluffing your pillows anymore. That doesn't mean <laughs> service. It means maybe community or serving that strength. And I can't serve anymore if I'm worn out.
2: Well, everything's you know, missing, a partnership. That, everything's right? a partnership. It can't be one sided. And getting back to what you're saying about, you know, not about you trying to do more and do more and do more so that person will be happy. I see it a lot with parents trying to provide everything for their children when if they empower them to figure it out for themselves, they, the children are going to understand that they are capable. And the more capable we feel independently, the more independent we are The happier we're going to be. That, I mean, that's my philosophy. You know, I don't feel like we need to bow, you know, backwards, bend over backwards and bow down to our children. We give them the tools so they feel empowered to create the life that they want, not for us to create the life for them.
0: Well, that's 100% because the the more we do that, the more disempowering in that sense that they become, they are disempowered. And if 2020 taught us anything, it's we're activated. And if we're activated and triggered all the time, <laughs> then we're not in power. We feel we want power, we want control, right? But that's not it, no. that's not it. That's the that's the, 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 the silliness or the craziestness on social media because we're hiding and we can't talk to people. We can't discuss things with people. It's a long form conversation like this that we are having with you, Linda, that we talk about who we are. We understand who we each are and how we feel. And the yeah. more that this happens, the more that we begin the conversation, the easier the next conversation with even ourselves is. It's not, you're not that critical, right? That that critter, so, criticizer in there, that sabotager in there. Hey, you put him to sleep. Go in the corner, take a lollipop. It's time for you to take a break because you've been busy. Go over there and let me listen to myself, yeah, or listen to the leaves rustling. You know, or going within. So we don't go without. It allows us to have that gentle conversation with ourselves and listening. Because if we keep everything is critical or nasty, we never problem solve, and it's that critical thinking that we lose to analyze our situations, to become that leader of our support system, our own support system. You can never reach that ninth dimension, uh, understanding or that that highlight. As you raise your vibration and you raise your frequency, in order to get to that, you have to be able to have that self-mastery. You can never do it without being that leader. And if you're standing on your soapbox with your bullhorn screaming at everybody, then you are definitely not going to rise up to where you want to be and and so it's that support and i love looking at your website and the, the heels you have as a woman the upside down red stilettos you're remembering you're a woman yeah. you're remembering you're beautiful you're loving yourself you're having fun mm-hmm. and that's that yes i am a diva i'm divine i'm sassy and i'm a woman and we're gonna prop everybody up that's how you do it. It's not putting others down in saying that. And you yes. in your website, you know, for people that should really go there, I, I suggest it h- highly because it's a simple site to say, hey, we're having fun. What do you need today? And I like that. I need this right now. Right now, this is the little puzzle piece I need. Like you said, you don't know what an individual needs until you start to help them or coach them. Yes. but. You'll find what you need by kind of looking in a little bit here and press a button. It's easy because it's a pair of heels. You're like, oh, this is cute. And then you go into it. And then you're in that gentle moment of that simple, fun energy. And you're at that laughing, right? You're in that laugh track of your mind and you're at a higher frequency. Yes. And then you forgot all that trouble. And you're like, hey, I can fix this. This is
2: fun, right? You're just giving a gentle coaching. Exactly. I mean, that's what my mission accelerator program is all about is pulling, pulling that out of you. And, and, and so we can design your life, you know, design a life of purpose, that the design of purpose for you, the the life of purpose that you have for yourself and, 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 you know, for your family, if that's what you wish, you know, and, and really, I remember when I started writing my first book, um, I had already decided that it was a book I needed to write and it wasn't because I needed to, you know, cure the world. What I decided was that if this book helps just one person and if that one person is me, then it's done its job, you know? And, and that's what we do in the Mission Accelerator Program is, is we, we do what we can to pull out of view What your mission is, you know. Some of us are lost and we don't even know what our mission is, you know. And so we get to create it. We get to create it together and decide. You get to decide what is it I want with the rest of my life, and and my job is to help you get it.
0: Yeah, and that's that. That's great because, you know, showing somebody the way, right? You need a roadmap to life. You need that. GPS system plugged in, that internal GPS of where am I going? We've lost our way, we've lost our magnetism. And and the fun of this is you, people that join you in your community are joining a tribe. They're not joining the cult. They're not looking for that leader, right? That yeah. that we they're enjoying the fun, the freedom. You've brought up team.
2: a very good point. It's to bring out the leader of you. You know, you are the leader of yourself, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to pull that leader out so you can start leading yourself so you're not following what somebody else's whims are, what somebody else thinks is right for your life. We all have to decide what's right for our lives, right? We have to decide what it is we want the rest of our life to look like, you know? Guess what? If we've been around 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70, it doesn't matter. If you're still alive, you can create, you can take that and you can appreciate what you've had. You know, there's there's a level of appreciation for everything that we've experienced and we can also learn and grow from it. And then we are here, and then guess what? We're looking there and we can say, okay, today, this is how it's going to be. And then tomorrow we're gonna expand on that, but we're gonna just focus on today right now. We're gonna focus yeah. on today. What do we want today to look like? And then tomorrow I can say, oh my gosh, today uh, is another new day. And yesterday was so great. Let's see how we can expand on that. And then just every day becomes a new day that you can't wait Mm -hmm. to wake up to and look forward to it. Most people, and I know I went through this when I was in a rut, I dreaded having to wake up and go to my job. (laughs) you know. (laughs) But it doesn't have to be that you're looking for a new job. You're looking for a new perspective. You're looking for a new perspective because here's what happens when we do a, when we do a mind shift change it it may be that you were the one that had the problem, the issue and now tomorrow you can go in and you can realize it was my mind shift my mindset that was the blockage. Now all of a sudden I love my job again because I have a new mindset sometimes just getting that little shift in your mindset, it, it opens up a whole new world.
0: A hundred percent, because if you shift, not only are you shifting into that happiness, but the, your environment and within that, that model of self-leadership, you're allowing that, that once you take that breath and you change and transform your energetic field, other people change and transform. And you will start to see people in a different light and they will start to see you in a different light. And it's cyclical. So it's always that connection. And how can I change this? And maybe you find out you don't like that job and you can do something else. But when you leave, you'll leave in a good spot. You won't leave in that pain and that anger, anger, and and, and just walk out that door, right? And it's that, beautiful, it's that mind shift, allowing it, yeah. yourself to shift.
2: And it's an old adage, but a new lease on life, a new lease on life. And you know what? We can all have it. We can all have it.
0: Right. Allowing ourselves to do that and having that fun. And I'm going to bring Beverly back in here because we've been talking and we're getting closer most of the time of the show. And we can talk all it. It's always great to, to chat with somebody that, that has that power and is willing to share that.
2: Absolutely, it's it's fun. It's it's so much fun. It's rewarding, and I just enjoy empowering and inspiring other women to get what they want out of life to live their fullest life. I mean, we only get one, you know, and so let's at least this time around, it's this one life, right? <laughs> um, so let's make the most of it because you can't, you don't get today back, you know. Let's make the most of each minute. Let's make the most of each day each opportunity each human being in our life you know let's appreciate them and the ones who are not adding or constantly taking away I remember there was um I was in the classroom um with my sister for a few years and she had a program that she had um, brought into her fourth grade classroom and it was uh it was a emotional intelligence program and every kid, every student started with a little sign, and it was I-A-L-A-C. And the the whole premise behind it is is that each one of us, whether we are aware of it or not, but we each start out the day with a little sign on our chest and it's I-A-L-A-C. I am lovable and capable. And what happens is outside forces start ripping little pieces of that sign. And start tearing away. And by the end of the day, we may have just a little piece left. We may have the whole piece left if we're fortunate. Um, And if we take things in in the proper way, we may not have any of it left by the end of the day. And the goal is to remember the whole day to not let anybody take away a piece of that sign. No matter what, that sign needs to be out of metal. And you don't lose any of that during the day. I am lovable.
1: (laughs) That is such a great analogy. It it truly is, and to be able to remember that, you know, to who we are, which kind of takes me back to what you had mentioned earlier when you were talking with Nicole and with your mother in law, you know that she didn't know who she was anymore, you know, and I can relate to that. I mean, I. I ended up getting married. I was married four years and all of a sudden I had no identity, you know, and I think it's easy to lose identity when you're married to something or someone because you take on the role of what that is, whether it's a job or a a person or whatever the case is, and especially becoming, you know, like a, like a, a mother, right? It's all of a sudden, all you're known for is so-and-so's mom or so-and-so's wife or so-and-so's, you know, the lady lives down the street, the one, you know, all these different things. And all of a sudden, it's like, you don't even have a name. Yeah, it's true. And so for me, at age 24, I I was, it had driven me to a point where I was was like on the edge of suicide, you know, and it's like, I, I can't stay in here. I can't do this anymore. Because this is not the way life was supposed to be. And again, you said, go back, you know, remember, you know, what you wanted to be is, you know, in your childhood. And it was not being stuck in Iowa, you know, doing all the same things, get married, have kids and, you know, whatever. And it's like, wait a minute. My mom had 11 of us, right? And. I had sex three times and I had three kids. I like, "Wait a minute, this is overrated," you know. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's finding that identity, and and I started that because I had three kids to take care of, right? But how many of us let that go on and on? Right. Right. And, and it's the sooner you recognize it, the sooner you can start to become yourself again, take that power back, as you said, you know, and really start to look at who you are and what you are capable of doing. And, you know, and, and life changes. I mean, I've done so many things throughout the years and it's always fun to start a new adventure, start a new adventure. Right. And the older you get, it's like, it's just another day to have fun because like you say to be grateful hey i woke up this morning i'm grateful for that cuz every day on the right side of the daisies is a good day right i i agree you
2: know and you know if that's the only thing that you can find to be grateful for for that day go with it just hold on to it and go with it and just <laughs> see how many other great things you can create for that day you know did you go on a walk this week if you haven't Go out on a walk. It might make you feel good. And you can be grateful for that, that you have the opportunity to go out, even if it's for 10 minutes. Did you call an old friend that you haven't spoken with? Reconnect with somebody. That's something that you can be grateful for. Call somebody, tell somebody that you love, that you love them, you know, especially if you haven't told them in a while. Take the opportunity to do that and build on those opportunities to create that gratefulness you know sometimes we have to create it ourselves and then build on it and then what happens it just becomes easier and easier and all of a sudden you have a life of abundance that you're grateful for every minute of you know
1: exactly you you make that that's the whole thing and the end result is you fill a need and you fill a purpose right so linda oh my gosh we it was just like i said earlier it could go forever and ever but could you leave the audience with three tips that they can walk away from this conversation with and incorporate it into their daily lives?
2: Well, yeah, I, I've already mentioned a few, but um, I would say number one, expand your comfort zone. Um, you know, your comfort zone might be here and it might be here, um, but, the, but the broader your comfort zone, the more fulfillment you're going to have. Um, when we have this comfort zone like this, then this is our circle of influence. This is, this is our, um, our opportunity for an uh, impactment. Um, when we broaden that comfort zone, that impactment can come wider and wider. And even if the impactment is just for ourselves, um, it, that is important. Um, number one, and, 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 and expand your comfort zone. Number two, Uh, A lot of things that keep us from expanding on that comfort zone is the lack of courage to do it Um, constantly. I mean, if it's just one new thing every day to try something new, to expand that comfort zone, try something new every day that you're maybe interested in, but just haven't had the courage to do it. Just, Just get your toe a little wet and each day expand on it. Um, that will help expand your comfort zone by building that courage and building that courage requires taking those uncomfortable steps. Um, Number three, I would say journal, start journaling if you're not journaling now and just start talking about the things, talk about your wins for the day. Uh, If it's one win, expand on that win and how it made you feel and how you can, how you can duplicate it tomorrow. You know, to make every day a win. Create a win every day for yourself.
1: Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. And those are just simple little things that you can do every day. And you know what? If you forget one day or you miss one of the steps, it's all right. Start yeah. all over the next day. That's the beautiful thing about it. Life keeps on going on when we keep on going on with it, because it will pass you by. It's going to go with or without you, and it's a lot more fun when you go with it, right?
2: Absolutely. I don't know how I got to be fifty-nine years old because I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know how where it all went. You know, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've done a lot in my lifetime, but not fifty-nine years worth.
1: <laughs> oh well, hey, you got a few years to catch up with me. All right, so. I'll be
2: there.
1: I'm ready. I'm waiting, but then I'll be further on, but that's all right. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it is. So, oh gosh, this has been such a pleasure. We're going to definitely have to have you come back at another ah. time, maybe after you get these books going and stuff, but all of your information is going to be attached to the audio and attached to the video. So if people want to reach out to you, they're going to have all of that. So if you want to be part of a collaboration book, you know, and if you missed this one, she's probably got another one. So mm-hmm. always reach out and go to her website, like, like Nicole was mentioning, and that's a treat sometimes websites are boring, but she's got a treat for you. And Nicole, thank you so much for joining us as well. And Linda, you have a wonderful day. All the audience out there, make it a great day because it's the only day you got. You never know what's around that corner. So go out there and make it a best day. Everyone, 360 Wisdom Speaks, signing off.
2: Thank you all. How to make
0: Shungite water. Grab a glass Throw in your shungite stones, pour the water on the top, let it sit, grab a new glass of refreshing shungite water and allow it to detox your energy, feel and embrace your new balanced self. This has been how to make shungite water, scan and buy your shungite today.